welcome to another episode of Mic'd Up with Mellow and Big Country, brought to you by Made America RV. Why work from home when your office could be in Yellowstone? 2022 will be the year to rediscover the outdoors. Made America RV is your gateway to adventure with their diverse selection of travel trailers, fifth wheels, teardrops, and toy haulers. Have the right size RV for any vehicle, all covered by their exclusive RV warranty forever. Game days, remote work, remote work, getaways, and family vacations are all better in an RV from Mid America RV. Experience travel like you never have before. Find out more at MidAmericaRV.com. Happy Wednesday. Welcome. Yeah, it's a little hump day action. Yeah, here we go. No camels out and about, so no worries about it. But No camels out? No, not today. I think the circus is kind of shut down. It's too hot. You know what I mean? We're, so we're, can it be a hump day if there's no camel? Oh, yeah. It can still be oh. a hump day. Yeah. Get you drunk off these love humps no, is what I'm saying. <laughs> Keep it going. Use your imagination, my guy. How's the song go? You guys know how it goes. I'm going to get you drunk, get you drunk off my love humps. What you going to do with all that junk, all that junk inside this trunk? I'm going I'm, to I'm get you drunk. That's what I'm going to do. You're just smiling at Here's me. Why? Game. Let's just see what happens if I stop talking. <laughs> it freaks me out a little bit. I was just like, what's going on? Am I missing something? Is there something that's... I'm supposed to be doing that I'm not? I automatically think, like, that's just where my mind goes. What did I do wrong? Nothing. I think if you just start singing, I'm just going to start, just stop talking. And then, like, in that moment right there, I read your mind, and it was Oh shit! I'm gonna have to keep singing this song. <laughs> yeah. Not talking. Oh, that's that's the cue. The cue is keep <laughs> singing the song wrong and out of tune. And and I think that's gonna be something that works for me, for us. And the worst part is we've gone over it several times. I still don't know where I'm messing up the words. <laughs> yeah, you don't because they're <laughs> cemented in your brain. Those yeah. are the lyrics. <laughs> and they are. You tell me close. something else. It's like yeah, I'm whatever. Uh, it's not what I say, so can't be correct. <laughs> Real close, but not quite it. Uh, welcome into the the Wednesday show. Uh, appreciate you guys joining us here. Um, those of you in the call-in app, those that uh, listen on Spotify and Apple, too. I don't want you to feel left out. We appreciate all of our listeners, all the people that get involved with uh, the Would You Rather questions, the Tell the Truth Tuesdays, everything like that that we do here at Mike Up um, is very, very much appreciated. A little bit of a slow sports week, but we did have the MLB All-Star Game Last night, I was a little bit late um, to watching it. I missed the first inning, uh, but luckily I was—I got there in time to see everybody talking about these mic'd up players. It's fantastic. Mm-hmm. It's like, hey guys, if you're going to talk about us, at least like use the at of like, oh <laughs> yeah. And that's what I, I think I fired off a couple tweets. It's like, oh, these at mic'd up players are great. I picked but up it, on it when I got on Twitter last night. I was like, okay, I'll uh-huh. see you. Don't. It was. It was really good. Now, this isn't anything new, but I thought that there were some really good commentary conversations that happened last night. And the first one, I think this was the first one of the night. It was at least the first one that I saw, was Alec uh, Manoa of the, I believe he's a Blue Jay. It's hard to tell because of his uniforms. We'll talk about that mm-hmm. later. Um, comes in, gets three strikeouts. But the inside look at him as a pitcher I don't know if I've seen that before. I don't know if I've seen a pitcher mic'd up on the mound to give you that thought process of, all right, this is probably what the hitter's thinking. I'm going to go with this. All right, backdoor slider, like, uh, all right, heater down and away, things like that, heater at the hands. I also noticed nobody calls it fastball anymore. 
Uh-uh. Everybody was like, heater, right here. Here it comes. Yep. I think even John Smoltz, who was doing the call last night, was like, uh, how about a heater right here? Like, no one is just like fastball. He picked up on the sling real quick. Like, oh, <laughs> this is what we're calling it? All right, cool, cool, cool. Even what I, is this, a sandlot? <laughs> yeah, I think it was Garrett Cole and, and Max Fried or later in the game where they were like, oh, what's your heater like? Things like that. Some of the pitchers, mm-hmm. not the pitchers, the hitters even, like uh, looking for a heater right here. Maybe it's just my dumb brain, and it was just really picking up on it every time it was mentioned. But mm-hmm. nobody was like, oh, fastball right here. Yeah. And the other, like, I'll just be honest. I missed the game last night. Uh, I thought I was going to have a free evening. It did not quite turn into that. Other things came up, so I wasn't able to watch the game. But when I saw these clips in I the rundown, it was, it was like, on Wednesday. Right. No, that's far from it, my brother. Uh, <laughs> <nights>. <laughs> huh? uh, apparently, hump day is on Tuesday nights now. It's not for this guy. I don't so. know why else you would have. Congrats to everybody else. else. It's just life, dog. Um, Tell the truth, Tuesday. <laughs> hump day. I, so I wanted to look up those clips, and I wasn't able to the find clips any on social. of Hump Day. God bless America. <laughs> no, no, the baseball, the mic'd up guys. Yeah. Oh, okay. Well, what do you mean clips of the mic'd up guys? There are no uh, clips of me on the internet for Hump Day. Do you know what I was thinking about the other day? Is when we, I think it was last summer, where we just started doing those, like, you would just ask me to do, like, random shit to be like, hey, do you think you can do this? And we would just do it. And we'd, like, video me doing it. Uh-huh. And I did the, what was it when I just started throwing, like, a ton of punches and I was, like, screaming Lion Pride? I started thinking about that last night and was just giggling to myself because, like, what a jackass. Like, I thought my hands were moving at just <laughs> lightning speed. And it's like you see every punch, like, just reloading and getting ready to come back up. I don't know if I'm any faster or slower. And there's I, no more lion pride. Why were you screaming lion pride? Because I think I had on that uh, the local Missouri Southern polo. That's, oh. like, bright, vibrant green. Yeah. It was one of the worst colors. <laughs> that's Third out away. There. <laughs> uh yeah and every time i wear it my nipples get hard so i'm just nipping ah homie like i just might be a me tell problem the truth i'm like jennifer aniston on tell friends truth, always dude. nipping dog you're always nipping yeah. it's 105 like right now at 10 a.m and you're probably still just cutting attention. diamonds man <laughs> right uh the uh, the game last night though was really yeah cool. what uh, i was game. trying to get to is like i haven't been able to see any clips of it on twitter for some reason and it's like the MLB has protected their tweets, the All-Star game, because that's where I wanted to go, was their page. So you told like, me that earlier, and I I found all of them. I didn't, I didn't know it was Yeah, I literally strong. looked it up, like, word for word, like Alex Manoa pitching Mike Dub. I Did got you go to at MLB on Twitter? Yeah, their, their tweets are protected, because apparently I'm not following their account. Or the All-Star game, there was, yeah, nothing. <laughs> Even when I searched for it, I went to videos. Are you if, blocked by MLB? I don't know. I might <laughs> They're be not protected, homie. <laughs> or maybe it's because I maybe I was following them before they went protected. They're all on Twitter, though. <laughs> well, all right, here we go. <laughs> Lovely. So I, uh, Thank you. It's just you're good looking at the Major League Baseball account at MLB. Correct. No, I searched for the videos of like Alex Manoa mic'd up. So I was kind of just like searching for the keywords. I'll also just be honest, tell the truth. Wednesday, I did not think to just go directly to the MLB's page. <laughs> just right to the source? Just straight to it. Did not do it. Yeah. Okay. It I makes thought a we ton were of like sense. discovering right here that you were actually blocked by Major League Baseball. I'm worried that I'm going to be blocked by the Royals soon on Instagram because I keep tagging them in like the AAA Omaha. 
Instagram accounts. I did it last night. They had a picture, and it was just like this guy's thrown 24, like almost 30-some like innings. They've all been scoreless or whatnot. And so I added the rules like, hey, call his ass up. What are we waiting on? It's a great pitcher right here. Seems to be doing good over the last month and a half. We're just going to let him sit here. That's the game plan. We're just going to keep letting these guys sit, not give them an opportunity. Right. That's my talk on the Royals, though. Hey, you just got to be careful. Uh, don't use the B word, or you might get blocked by who is Adam Schefter. I haven't seen a lot of Shefty tweets lately. I guess he's probably on vacation. I got one at, like, what? Oh, four minutes ago. <laughs> he tweeted. Well, <laughs> just actually. kidding. Uh-huh. But, I mean, it was, obviously, it's a very down year, or down year, down time of mm-hmm. year for Adam Schefter. Um, Major League Baseball All-Star game, though, was great. Alex Manoa, again, mic'd up. So cool. I, I thought that was the best one. And Garrett Cole, Max Fried having those conversations with John Smoltz, too, was really cool. Um I think it was Garrett Cole to ask him, like, Max Free, like, hey, do you have any homers? Like, have you ever hit one out? Yeah. He's like, no, I've never got one. And then they asked Garrett Cole, like, how many do you have? He's like, I actually have three. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, pretty damn impressive. And then even just getting those guys having those pretty real conversations right there, live, real time, mm-hmm. of like, yeah, like that run around the, the bases, it's actually, it's kind of uncomfortable. Like, yeah. It's not something that you're used to. And then them talking about Shohei Otani, too, of like, you never really think about it as a pitcher. Of like, If a guy even goes like first to third is what they were talking about. As a pitcher, if I have to run from first to third or if I'm standing on second and a guy hits an RBI double or when I get out trying to run and then I have to go try to catch my breath and then I'm pitching the next inning. Or you know, you've just struck out a guy, you had a big inning, you yeah. go to the dugout and then it's like, oh shit, I lead off this yep. inning. And then I'm talking about like how difficult – it is and how hard it is. It really it gave me a, even more of an appreciation for Shohei Otani and oh, what he's doing. Yeah. And, like, I never thought about it for the pitchers either. And that was one thing I noticed when I saw the little clip of Alex Manoa was how hard he was breathing between pitches. And I was like, man, I forgot, like, how much of, like, a workout that is, too. Like, some people are like, ah, oh, you're just up there, like, throwing what? And, like, dude, you're fucking – I remember just sweating my ass off. Now, I'm a 1A high school pitcher. Through decent heat, zero control. Had absolutely no idea where that fucker was going. Coaches tell me, just live at the knees, son. Live at the knees. Coach, I don't even know if the ball is going to hit the strike zone, to be honest with you. <laughs> I've walked four guys in two innings. Shut up. Right. But I'm throwing hard. You know, I'd scare some guys into a swing because they're some like, this fucker. <laughs> I was like one of the biggest guys at the school, too. So I'd step on the mound. And they'd be like, crap, here we go. I was not that good. That's this not guy's going to throw like, heat. Hearing like Alex Never Manoa mind. just be like, <laughs> <sighs> and then, like, he throws the pitch, and he's like, got him right there. He was like, there's one. I was like, that's cool, man. Like, was, show some personality. It was really cool, too, with Manoa, too, because he was working with his catcher mm-hmm. of the Blue Jays. And it would be like, all right, let's see what Kirky's thinking here. And then you'd see him nod like, yep, me too. That's what I wanted. For them to be so in sync mm-hmm. was great. And even, I think it was Smoltz, or maybe he was just like, all right, I'm looking for backdoor slider here. And didn't get it on the first call. And then it was like, oh, there it is. Second option. Got it. Yeah. Like that's it took two options for them to be like, I know what you're thinking here. Like, yeah. let's throw this. It's like a quarterback receiver type of connection. Yeah. I think that's also another thing about baseball that kind of everyone just overlooks a little bit. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and that's again, that's why I thought it was just fantastic last night watching that mm-hmm. whole thing. And then um he hit a batter too, and it was like, Oh, hey, my my bad, bro. That was cool. Yeah. I, I really enjoyed it. I didn't stay up to watch the whole thing. 
Um, the uh, Giancarlo Stanton, about called him Mike Stanton. He hasn't probably been <laughs> that in like ten years. Uh, was really cool. I I think I knew that he was from L.A., but I didn't realize like that he grew up going to Dodgers games. So it was really cool. They were asking him about it, and he was like, "Yeah, these seats like right behind me. Actually, this is where I would sit like all the time. Just come." get the cheap seats, sat here all the time. It was fantastic. It's great to be kind of back home. Next inning comes up, hits a massive home run right <laughs> to those seats. So I, even that oh, part shit. was that's cool. really cool. And that's just like the the inside look that you got last night that you usually don't get. Like I, mm-hmm. I would have had no idea about Stanton growing up and then hitting that home run there. Yep. It was really cool. Did I know they tried the- to get Aaron Judge involved too, but like his mic went out. Yeah. Did you see the picture of the home run that Stanton hit? Yeah. The ball, like, wrapped around the bat? That's mm-hmm. insane. I think it's wild, too, that in that picture, like, if you look at his eyes, like, they're not looking at the ball. Obviously, he tracked the ball pretty well. Yeah. It just goes to show how fast that ball is actually moving. That And, like, the hand-eye coordination to be like, that's where it is. I'm not going to hit uh-huh. it till here. That was my hardest problem. As I would see it come out of the pitcher's hand and be like, time to swing. <laughs> Misspot that one. Misplaced that yeah. one. But, I mean, shit, two-run shot goes 457 feet. It's pretty damn good. Uh-huh. Yeah. Uh, a lot of talk about the All-Star Game uniforms as well. Yeah. I didn't realize this was such a hot take. Oh, man, I'm glad that's what you said because same here. I saw those last night on Twitter, and I was just like, guys, it's really not that big of a deal to uh-huh. me that the jerseys all look the same for the American League and the National League. It's kind of the point of this. I mean, they do the same thing in basketball and football. Now, football, right. you get to wear your own helmet, so and that's a little bit easier. I remember seeing the All-Star Game uniforms like come out, like, hey, this is what we're wearing this year. And I thought, oh, okay, those are cool. I don't even know like when they started doing that. Because I also I was listening to the radio, some of our other friends, uh, Rob and Tuck, that do a sports mm-hmm. radio show here. They were talking about it, and they're like, oh, I don't like it. I love when the guys used to wear their own uniforms. And then it like that hit me. I was like, wait, when – did it change? Because I don't remember. But I know over the last couple of years, Nike has come out and been like, these are the mm-hmm. uniforms. Yeah. I think last year's were really bad. I mean, I like them to all look the same. It is di- like if everyone just has like the gray jerseys or the white jerseys, I do think that's a little, I don't know, I feel like that's kind of plain. But if you just do a jersey that's your all-star jersey, I also think that's pretty neat. Also, mm-hmm. MLB gets more opportunity to make money, right. sell that's different exactly types of jerseys for their favorite, you know, for some of these fans' favorite players. Yep. Um, Going to the chat real quick, Jake goes, you know, add to the tear, tear up cry list with the Kershaw talking to the young fan about his grandfather passing away. Did you see that? I did. Oh, man. I That did one was tough. I did. I did not. Yeah. But it was really cool. I mean, it, I started crying when the kid was like, he died, you know, a while ago, and this was on his bucket list, and it was to meet him. And yeah, I feel like, like I'm here, here. to. Man, I'm about to you right now because it's like I'm doing this for my grandpa. And then when Kershaw's like, man, that took a lot of courage, like da 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 da. I was like, uh-huh. fuck. Clayton Kershaw, you're a cool dude. Yeah, isn't it almost sad slash embarrassing that that, that's such a low standard to be like, hey, there's a kid talking to you about his dead grandpa. And the standard for like, wow, that's great is to tell him how awesome he is and give him a hug. Yeah. (laughs) That's all you have to do in your praise. Like that should be the standard. And here's the other thing too. Good on Clayton Kershaw. I'm not saying like, oh, he's no, for he's, sure. It's like, how awkward is that for players as well, right? To be like, man, your grandpa idolized me, like someone that like I'm younger than him, and he loved watching what I do, and now I'm meeting his grandson. Like, yes, in the moment that's really special, but it's also like, how many other people are out there idolize me that I don't even know of? 
or realize. Yeah. Like that's cool, but at the same time, it's like, man, that's that's different. Uh-huh. I uh, I actually got a DM yesterday, and I choked up a lot because I was talking about Raiders helmets, and somebody DM'd me and said, hey, my husband used to follow you. He was a big fan. He actually passed away, but I still see your tweets. Like, I'm going to cry about it now. Oh, <clears> shit. And it was just heartbreaking. Like, yeah. oh, shit, I didn't even know. Uh, but it was terrible, and it – Still got me. I wasn't even. Man, talking you're getting about it, me right now, son of a gun. Yeah, it was rough. But like the low standard for Clayton Kershaw is it's wild that like that's all you have to do. Yeah. And people are like, oh, he's such a nice guy when that should be like the that should be the standard. Like how many other athletes are out there and they're just like, no, like screw you, kid. Quit crying. <laughs> Suck it up. Or hey, you host a podcast. Like shut up. Quit crying about it. Yeah. Uh, but that that got me. Yesterday, to even know, like she said, like sometimes I still send your tweets and I would think about how he would send me like your funny tweets or your Raiders tweets. And I'm like, thanks, but like, man, I'm wrecked for the rest of the day off that one. You might have just re- cracked me for the rest of the day. Dang, dude. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was rough. I've always said I'm a cry. I don't think I've ever done it on a podcast before. But yeah, here we are. That one yesterday. The uniform thing, though, uh, back to not crying. We went from nipples to like serious conversation. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to Mic'd Up. <laughs> right? <laughs> the All Star Game uniforms, I don't know. I thought they were really cool. I thought Nike did a, a really good job with them. And again, I didn't realize that there was like a um, like a, a hatred or a hot take of like, oh, they should wear their other uniforms. But it's, it's 100% a money grab by Major League Baseball. But I don't hate it. Like the NBA does this. All the time. They've got like four sets of uniforms yeah. that they use in the NBA. I actually saw uh, like an NBA fan have like a whole tweet thread yesterday just like, hey, these jerseys are actually getting out of hand for the NBA. Like they're all just, they're getting bland and generic and they're just going with solid block letters and numbers. And it's just like, that's it. And when you look at the old jerseys, they used to just like circulate around the team name and the mascot and stuff like that. And now it's like city based. Like the yeah. Atlanta Hawks, like it used to be Hawks. Yeah, and now you've got it's just like a Atlanta. home away, just an alternative jersey that you yeah. wear, and then like a City Connect uniform. I mean, each team probably has at least four, maybe yeah. even up to five. And if you make the playoffs, you get like an earned jersey. So they redesign, like you get an extra redesigned jersey. Or if a team like has a jersey design that they think is really neat, they just like keep building off of it. And it gets to a point where it's like, eh, like maybe you should have just stayed where you were at where it was cool. And a perfect example of that is the Miami Vice jersey where they did the black jersey and then they had the white letters with the outline being the different colors. And then they did like a different color top and bottom. And then it was just like they tried to do the gradient thing too. And it was like, hey, maybe we just take it easy. You guys are going a little too crazy with this. this Bring it back to normal. This morning the the Giants released their new alternate uniforms. To me personally, bring those back. I, I actually love like that. the Giants. Here's what's crazy, and I, I feel like I'm getting so old, is when the Giants changed to their current uniforms, those were the throwbacks. Like they already went to the they went from <laughs> what we're labeling the throwbacks now to what they currently wear, and it's like, oh, we're back to the throwbacks. Like now we're just gonna switch back and <laughs> snip, snap, snip, snap on what is the throwback because it's wild. Because to me, growing up, those were the Giants uniforms. And then they switched to the, like, Eli Manning era of uniforms. Yeah. And now people are like, no, got to go back. Like, wear these every day. 
And it's wild because for me, I'm old enough now that the uniforms I grew up with are like the cool trendy throwbacks. But also, I did see your tweet of like how much you love the Giants ones, and I don't. I absolutely hate them. You really? Are, you're rocking two shades of blue. And if yeah. I shit on the Cowboys for doing it, I will also to the Giants. <laughs> it's You can pick any color that you want, do anything you want with that helmet, and you're just like, no, we're just going to rock a different shade of blue. <laughs> like for the Color Rush uniforms, they they did their blue helmets that they always have, and uh-huh. they put the old Giants logo on there with the red stripe where it just says Giants across the helmet, and it looked cool. Yeah. So like you have the option to bring out any other helmet with it, and you've just decided we're going to go with a darker shade of blue, actually. Man, like, that's a really – that's if, a fair point, yeah. Because with their throwback jerseys that are cool, you can still wear the throwback jerseys with your current blue helmet. But if, imagine if they rocked like a white helmet and went full like just like a white out for the Giants or a red helmet. But instead they're like, actually, what if we went with navy blue? Yeah, it's not really part of our color scheme. And yeah, we could get away with doing the throwbacks with our current blue ones. Yeah. So that's where I saw it. And again, sorry to be the bearer of bad news. That's where I was like, nope, I hate it. These are stupid. Yeah, I guess I didn't see the helmet because I just saw, or I definitely saw the helmet. just wasn't paying attention to the difference in the color. But I think for me, it's more the jersey, just the piping on the, the shoulders. The jerseys are cool. Yeah. But man, that why do that with the helmet? Now you've, <laughs> I don't want to say you ruined it, but you brought it to my attention. And it's just like, that is kind of dumb because that is a totally different blue. And it's so noticeable. Jerseys it's so are much cool, darker. But you had the option right there to be like, all right, let's also incorporate a cool helmet to go with it. You could have thrown in, a, like you said, an all-white helmet, the blue of the jersey, that could be written out in the Giants font color, and then still do the red stripe down the middle. That would have been really nice. Mm-hmm. I also found an account on TikTok yesterday that it, it's a guy that does different helmets. And he just toys around with it. And he's like, hey, what if the – he has one that's a Chiefs. I should have sent it to you. I don't know why I did. Yeah, why did you not? It's a white Chiefs helmet with a red face mask and like a big Arrowhead logo uh-huh. on it as an alternate. It looks, it's very clean. Well, yeah, that would be sick. Hopefully – I mean the Chiefs are – every team in the NFL is doing something, right? Going to have like an alternate helmet or jersey combo. Part, okay. I mean if you're not, that's just kind of embarrassing. Yeah. Well, the Chiefs, it's like, well, what are we going to throw back to? Don't throw back to nothing because you've kept it the same, which is fine. But mm-hmm. do something where it's cool. Like, don't do yeah. the all white. Don't do the all red. Do something that is like a different pattern or design or like a striping. You know what I mean? Or the piping on the shoulders. Maybe do something different. You throw something around the collar. Like, that's what I want to see. Like, a the Chiefs are going to come numbers. out and they're going to announce like, oh, we have a new helmet. And it's going to be the logo of the state of Texas with like a Native American on it. Yeah, same color already... or maybe they'll go giants like it's a little bit darker red <laughs> like no that's absolutely not what the fan base wanted i think this should be an opportunity for teams like the chiefs do something different mm-hmm. or even the packers uh the, again that tiktok tiktok account um did like a green packers helmet and it looked really cool it's like we get it you're traditional you don't want to steer away from it at the same time some of you be a little bit aggressive and go with something cool. You haven't changed your yeah. uniforms ever. Uh, Change it up a little bit. Damien mentions in the chat here, what about a matte white helmet with a headdress on it? That would be nice. 
Yeah, I've yeah, seen that those. would look cool, but like we know the controversy that would come with that. Yeah, it there'd be a good one. Didn't the Chiefs ban headdresses from? They did the stadium. Yeah. Yep, fans yeah. aren't allowed to wear them anymore. Yeah, so they're not going to go with that. Um, I I like those helmets. I've seen them online too, but I'm not like crazy about them. Yeah, but I did though the all white helmet. It might have even been a black face mask with a red stripe. A black face mask wouldn't be bad. And it'll look pretty cool. And then maybe you could incorporate, again, like some... I wish there was a helmet, like, creating, gen- like, generator out app. there. Yes. Like, that would be so cool. Now, here's the thing. Someone's going to hear this and be like, actually, that is a good idea. I want to steal it. So... Or they've already... Like, how does... How's give me the royalties. Doing this? Yes. Yeah, like, MLB The Show, NBA 2K, their team creator, team builder, mm-hmm. he's fantastic. Like I and yeah, you get to like change the helmet stuff. But like I want to be able to have. I may. I don't know. Maybe you can. And I just haven't realized it. Maybe I go do that with the Chiefs, and yeah, I it, upload my own logo, and it is a Chiefs logo, but I redo the helmet design. Yeah, Brooks put it in here. The Chiefs will do the Dallas Texans helmet. That's. I hope not. That's the one I was talking about. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And they'll be like, "Oh, look, it's so cool. Back to our <laughs> original team." Like, no, no one cares. Like, sorry. Yep. If you're there's a, a reason fan, you left there and you came here. Stop no it. one gives a shit anymore about the Dallas Texans and where you came from. You're the yeah. Kansas City. Thank Chiefs. you, God, for Lamar Hunt, who brought them from Dallas to Kansas City and then drew <laughs> their logo like on a napkin. Years. <laughs> no, no one alive is like, oh, I wish they'd bring back those throwbacks. No. Nope. <laughs> Definitely not. Uh, I saw, uh, who, I think it was, uh, somebody retweeted me this morning. I don't want to give out the wrong account. Uh, for the betting place. But it was like, which throwbacks need to make a return? And it was bet MGM uh, what NFL teams need to make their throwback jerseys, their full-time jerseys. I said the Texans should be allowed to wear the Oilers throwbacks. And, of course, like people are upset about that because people get upset about everything. Um, I don't care that the Houston Oilers moved to Tennessee and became the Oilers. Mm-hmm. If you give up the location – and the nickname, the other team should have the rights to the uniforms. So, like, there's no longer a Houston Oilers in Houston. So even if they stayed in Houston and changed the nickname, like, that's fine. We're the throwbacks. But you've changed the location and the nickname. Yep. You should do what the Baltimore Ravens did and be like, hey, Browns, here's your history. Everything you did, it stays in Cleveland. Yes. That's what the, tex- the Titans should do with the Texans. So the Texans should be the ones wearing the Houston Oilers throwbacks. And those Texans uniforms are hideous. They should wear the Oilers uniforms as full-time. I would love that, actually. Embrace it. Even if you want to stay the Houston Texans, cool. Throw an oil rig on that helmet. Make it look cool because those were great uniforms. And, like, the color design, too. And some people might be like, well, you're going to have the same thing with the the Titans and the Orioles. Yeah, excuse me. It's like, I don't care. That Mm -hmm. works out perfectly for me. I don't care if you have multiple, you know, color schemes in the NFL. We already have that anyways. Right. So I'm right there with you. I completely agree. A couple agree. other teams, that, again, I tweeted, retweeted this too. The Falcons, um, they're kind of Deion Sanders era uniforms, but with the red helmets. I think those are fantastic. Uh, the Elway, like OG Broncos jerseys, a mm-hmm. lot of people love those. I'm kind of neutral on those, but I do think it's time that the Broncos made a change. You've been yes. rocking the same uniforms for like 23 years. It's time to make a change, and maybe it's you know like the Giants, snip, snap, snip, snap, back to the throwbacks, which to me aren't really the throwbacks. And it's, <laughs> man, you old, old, huh? Yeah. 
Um, I do think like the the old style helmets that were light blue for Dallas with the orange uh, letter of the D and then the the Bronco kind of jumping through it. I always yeah. thought that was super cool. And when they go okay, do so those, to me, those jerseys, are the OG Elways. Oh, is that what you meant? Yeah. Okay. Well, I yeah, I would like to see. <laughs> to those. you, the OG Elways are like what they currently have. Probably. What do you want in the Super Bowl? Yeah. 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 What they currently have. Mm-hmm. There's a gap. Sometimes, That's tough. <laughs> uh, sometimes the gap between our ages is like two years. Sometimes it's like 12. <laughs> also, the, the Miami Dolphins are another one where I absolutely love. And I, I know that everybody's in this craze of like, oh, change the helmets, go back to these throwbacks. Dolphins, stick with the white helmets. Just wear those throwbacks that you have already. Yeah. I think what the cool. Dolphins have, because I think they did go back to their throwback helmets. Yeah, they will every once in a while. They'll slap a yeah. different logo on there, yep. but it's still the the white helmet. <laughs> to so. me, it's like, hey, it's still a dolphin jumping around like a sun. Pretty much the same fucking logo. <laughs> like, okay, this dolphin's a little thicker. This one's a little skinnier. This one's longer. Yeah. It's a dolphin. Mm-hmm. Miami, like, they do such a weird job as a, a professional sports city. Of like the Miami Heat, even they'll do like their uh, Miami Vice jerseys. Yes, and it's all like these bright neon colors. And, yeah, that's what uh, I was saying earlier. Is like you just you reached a point where you did too much with it. And it's yeah, like, hey, the Marlins too. Keep it simple. <laughs> it's like I don't even know what the actual like official color of the Marlins are. Is no, black their primary color? They've just done so many different jerseys over the last like ten years that I don't think anybody does. Because I noticed that on the baseball game the other day on like MLB the show, I was playing it and it was like, "Do you want to go like change the jerseys?" I was looking at the Marlins. I was just like, "Why the hell are there so many of these?" Yeah, didn't even play with them. I was like, "Forget about it." Too much. Mm-hmm. Back to those Miguel Cabrera Marlins jerseys. Mm-hmm. For he you. played for them. Yeah, yeah, I knew that. <laughs> you knew that. Yeah. Right. You said it like a. Well, we were talking about it on ba- uh, radio a couple weeks ago. I didn't realize he played for the Marlins and was traded for Detroit. I always thought he was oh, just yeah, a Detroit right. Tiger. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Because, I mean, he's been with Detroit since, what, 2003? Yeah, it's been a long time. Or 2006, excuse me. It's been a, a very, yeah. very long time. Um, let's get to some of these sponsors. We're about halfway through the show, though. Uh, check out Roper Kia. Go look at their inventory online. If they don't have the car of your dreams, they will help you find it. At Roper Kia. And again, if you mention us here at Mike'd Up, they're going to give you $1,000 off your nicer, newer ride. Absolutely. Next up is going to be Gunspot. Be sure to visit them at gunspot.com for all your gun and ammo needs. No reserved auctions every single week. And one of the best parts about the website is there's no hidden fees when you go to check out, so you don't even have to worry about it. Also, it's not a matter of if it is a matter of when you visit their site. So again, be sure to do so at gunspot.com. And Brooks did mention to us, Atlanta is wearing those red helmets this year. Yeah, yeah. It just yeah, uh, feels like they announced that forever ago. Mm-hmm. I meant as a full-time. They should go to those full-time. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And the, the Giants announced they're going to wear their throwbacks or whatever for two games. Yeah, I think they're calling them their legacy jerseys or whatnot. Yeah. Their legacy combo, and it was like, awesome. Right. Yeah, I the teams that should go back as a full-time, though, I would love to see the Oilers uniform full-time. You know, almost mm-hmm. I almost disagree with myself. Maybe not full time because it is kind of special to be like, oh, hey, this weekend we're wearing the Oilers jerseys. Yeah, but I, I do stay in by my point. They should be worn in Houston, where the franchise was. Seems fair to me. I'm sorry that you had a shitty owner that moved them to Nashville, and it's really <laughs> worked out. Um, <laughs> yeah, but it was a good decision. But those like, uniforms b- should belong to Houston, not the Titans. Yep, do the so, right thing. Yeah, and then the Falcons, the Dolphins, I think they should wear their 
their throwback full time. Yep. Um, some other MLB news though uh, that I was kind of reading about. Not a lot going on, but it did come out uh, kind of yesterday. Uh, Rob Manfred, the talk of minor league players and how much they're being paid. He was kind of asked about it at the All Star Game. And he said, I kind of reject the premise that minor league players are not paid a living wage. This has been something that's been going on. There was a settlement and a class action lawsuit. Um, There's been talk in Congress for years over the fact that these minor league players are actually not being paid a minimum wage, that they're putting in all this work, doing all this travel, and they're not making very much money. You play MLB the show. Yep. I play MLB the show. I have signed minor league players like, all right, here's your one-year deal. Yeah. Have fun making $90,000 this year, bud. Um, (laughs) So I always kind of thought like, hey, these MLB players, they're making pretty good money. It might not be what they're worth, but even like if you're getting paid $30,000, which is like the league minimum on the show, that's not the case. And I didn't realize this until like yesterday. (laughs) <laughs> Mina Kimes actually sent out a tweet. Yes, the football Mina Kimes, and said that like most of these minor league baseball players are actually making like five to fifteen thousand dollars a year. Five thousand to fifteen thousand dollars a year. I thought she was either just joking, or maybe was wrong mm-hmm. because my experience with this is. MLB the show, yeah, video game. Like, hey, I negotiated myself to a ninety-five thousand dollars contract, my third year in the league. I'm in the majors. Can't wait yeah. to be. Uh, but she, as usual, was right. <laughs> I went and I looked it up, and I was reading about it this morning. And uh, she even rounded up on some of those values that most players are making between five thousand dollars and fifteen thousand dollars a year because they're only paid during the season. They're not getting paid any. Anything in the offseason, none of the training that they do in the offseason, nothing. Some of these players, like these guys that just got drafted, are going to have a big signing bonus that's paid out by the major league team. But for the most part, after that money runs out or say you're like the 15th round pick, you're probably not getting much money. So much that um, if you're in rookie leagues, you're making $400 a week, and that's during the season. Yeah. It's like, or if you're in single A ball, you're making five hundred dollars a week. Double A ball, six hundred. Triple A, seven hundred dollars a week, and that stops as soon as the the season is over. So yeah. if you're a Triple A player and you're trying to make it to the show to Major League Baseball, you've got to find a way to pay for everything else. And, and up until this year, there are some clubs that have changed it. You're also paying for your housing. Yeah. And your expenses, expenses. Uh, if, you know, if you have a car, things like that. Uh, a lot of the food was provided by the team like, during the season, uh, but I knew it was an issue. I honestly, I didn't realize how much of an issue it was until yesterday. Yeah, because even there were reports uh, last season. I think it was the Angels players came out and said, like, "Hey, this is how bad it is." There are seven of us. I, I'm guessing on the number, like six or seven of us living in a two-bedroom apartment. We're sharing it. We've got a guy who has a mattress in our kitchen. Yeah. uh, Doesn't even have a bedroom. We've got another guy that just sleeps on the couch, and we're sharing this stuff. We've got, like, two guys sharing one bedroom, and it was pretty ridiculous and embarrassing to the point where I think some – I think it was the Giants and the Cubs came out and were like, wait, this isn't right. We'll pay for your housing. Yeah. Which – Should be already happening. And I think the Royals are actually in the process of, like, building apartments. 
for their players. Like, hey, this is player housing. This is where these guys are going to stay. We'll take care of stuff. It's also just to me, it's like, why has this not already been happening? Like, why is this not already done by everybody? Mm-hmm. Like, why is it not just agreed upon? Like, hey, we're not paying these guys jack shit. Let's at least help them out a little bit. Yeah. And it's because for some reason they were exempt from antitrust laws that said like, oh, you don't have to pay these guys minimum wage. Like, it's fine. They're, they're salaried. Don't worry about the overtime hours mm-hmm. that they're putting in. Like, yeah, did you take a bus from, you know, Houston to Kansas City or wherever? Like, yeah, that doesn't count. It's like work, though. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's pretty messed up. That honestly. was uh, free transportation. You're welcome. Mm-hmm. And I was even looking at Mina Kimes' tweet, and there are so many people that are like, nobody's forcing them to play baseball. Yeah, but like they're going to. It's That's cool what makes sport. me wonder is like how many great players or athletes are out there that just like couldn't afford to live mm-hmm. off of that and yeah. had to stop playing. And uh, I believe again it was last year that there was somebody who was like, Hey, I can't afford to play minor league baseball anymore. Yeah. I'm retiring in the middle of the season because I have to go get a real job. Like, I have a family I cannot keep living like this. And you know, knowing a couple guys that have played in the minor league systems too, it would be like how did you afford to do it? I can remember talking to a guy in like 2017, 2018. He was like, you know, thankfully, um, my family helped mm-hmm. me out. Uh, yeah. I, I was in a position where my family could help pay for some of the bills that I had because he also had a house back here where he's from. Uh-huh. It's like, so I had to pay for a house here and I had to pay for an apartment where I was playing. And, you know, another guy that I knew said that he would put his house on Airbnb while he was playing in the season. He was like, that was my income. But at the same time, um, like, I had to pay somebody to manage it, make sure somebody's cleaning it, make sure it's, you know, getting rented out. So it's like at the end of the day, it was a nice little bit of money, but it still wasn't enough to live off of. And these are, like, two guys that I know played in AAA ball. Yeah. It wasn't like, oh, I played in the independent league, but I'm going to call it the minors. Like, this was a legit playing in the minors. And, and, and some people might think, well, yeah, when you move up from rookie league and make it $400 a week, by the time you get to, like, you know, double or triple A, you're making a lot more. Not really. <laughs> it's a $300 difference from rookie league to triple A. Yeah, I mean. From 400 a week to 700 100% me thought that. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe they need to change the video game because that's <laughs> not accurate. And I was like, oh, the show is great. This is probably exactly what's going yeah. on there. Yeah. Uh, Lower that money. I mean, if I was a guy in the minors making 90000 a year, it's like, you know, if I realize, like, I'm not going to make it to the majors, you know, but, like, I could make a career out of playing minor league baseball, 90000 a year. That's mm-hmm. a good living. Yeah. And Jake put it in the, the chat, too, um, that guys were living six, seven deep in a two-bedroom apartment. Um, so yeah. I, I must have remembered that pretty correctly. And, that, you know, guys like David Price have went down and, and really helped out their minor leaguers and and paid several thousands of dollars of their own salary yep. to help these guys out, and especially in 2020 when uh, a lot of these guys weren't paying, or sorry, weren't playing. They also weren't getting paid, and there were a lot of major leaguers that were kind of taking care of these dudes, or the yeah. stadium workers as well. Uh, but it is kind of messed up. And I remember I tried to look it up this morning. I remember talking to one of my friends that played minor league ball because years ago there was a thing where they were trying to take some of the Major League Baseball Players Union was trying to get some of the Major League Baseball player pay. And like, hey, we're going to kind of like tax it. And we're going to send it down to the players and the minors. And I couldn't find anything on it this morning. But if I remember right, the Players Union voted no, that they didn't want to do that. 
And I can remember talking to uh, the buddy of mine that played in the minors, and he was like, well, that's just kind of part of it. You know, we recognize once you get to the big leagues, that's when you get paid. And I was like, but isn't it kind of crappy that you have these guys that are down in the minors and can barely afford living wages and can't, you know, yeah. afford their own apartment and stuff like that? And he, he's just like, ah, we all went through it. We all have to do it until you get to the show, and it kind of still, like, it drives you. It's like, yeah. we're just going to have to agree to disagree on this one, man. <laughs> like, take some of the money that Juan Soto is about to make and kick it down to the minor leagues where they're making $30,000 a year. Yeah. It's not great, but $30,000 a year I think would be a huge improvement over, you know, you got guys making $5,000 to play baseball. Mm-hmm. That's just, it's below the poverty line. And this false, like, uh, oh, well, you know, they're, they can go get jobs when the season's over. Mm-hmm. No, they can't. Like, and honestly, and why honestly, would you? you? Cut. Like, if yeah. you were playing double-A uh, baseball in northwest Arkansas, you're like, hey, coach, like, thanks, season's over. By the way, I'm clocking in at Home Depot tomorrow. Not going to be able to do all my training that you would like. Yeah. You're going to get cut from that organization. Oh, you don't care about us. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Your, yeah. heart, your head's not in, all in on baseball. Yeah, this guy's just not working for it. So <laughs> it's, it's wild that that's been the case and hopefully it does get changed i think the settlement was for 185 million dollars yep. which a large portion of that was going to go to minor league baseball salaries yep but again i i had no idea it was as bad as it was yeah i didn't either thanks to the great mina Kimes. <laughs> <laughs> she like don't even miss. all the great baseball accounts that i follow i've seen them like jeff pass and be like oh yeah minor leaguers not being paid that much money and i'm like yeah i know like i just signed a you know <laughs> A prospect out of the free agency. It got him for $30,000 a year. <laughs> I get what you mean, Jeff. Like, that's yeah. not great. But I had no idea it was as low as, like, you've got guys making $5,000 a year. That sucks. <laughs> I just, I don't know what I would do for $5,000 a year. Probably nothing. Um, I, don't, I don't think you could do anything. Yeah. <laughs> Living, definitely not. No. No. Uh, that's. It's ridiculous how low it is. Um, a couple other things, these um, sports documentaries. So we talked a little bit about the Jeter one. I didn't get to watch it mm-hmm. yet last night. I, I still plan to. Yeah. I think it's going to be cool. Uh, our guy Brooks sent us this, and then um, it, it was kind of starting to blow up this morning. It's this Monte Teo documentary that's going to come out. And um, it's, it's almost like a 30 for 30. What's it called? Like untold stories. Yeah. And I've watched a couple of these, actually. Uh, but it's been like lower level guys that you wouldn't know anything about unless you watch this Netflix series. But now it's obviously a huge story with Monte Teo. And I can remember a, a lot of it, but I don't even think that I ever was like fully in the know on what was going on. So yeah, I'm most really of, looking forward to this. Well, and mainly because like when you think of Monte Teo, it's just the whole invisible girlfriend situation, fake girlfriend. You know what I mean? He lied about it, said he had a girlfriend and he didn't. All of a sudden, it's just like, well, uh, that's kind of weird, dude. Like, why in the world would you lie that you had a girlfriend and you don't? You're one of like the best defense players in the country. How are you struggling to get girls? Mm-hmm. Like, that sounds very just bland and straightforward and kind of blunt. But at the same time, like, I think that was just the national perspective of it. And getting to see this and kind of everything that he went through before and afterwards, I think it's going to be very interesting. And I think there was even part of it too, where like I think it was Deadspin that kind of got it and was starting to break some of the news on it, and he. He, Monte Teo, even came out. It's like, no, it's that's not true. Like, I've met her before. We've had interactions. 
And I think Tao's family was even like, yeah, like we know her. She's she was real. Mm-hmm. And then it kind of got released or leaked that they were lying. Like no oh. one had ever actually seen her in person. And if I again, I can't wait to watch the documentary. It comes out on like August sixteenth. Mm-hmm. I don't remember all the little details, but I think that they were even like they were FaceTiming, but like she was in a dark room. Yes. And it was spoiler alerts, maybe if you don't want the full details of all of it. It was actually a guy that was faking being this girl that had created this persona online. And it was actually a guy that catfished him. I didn't know it was a guy. I thought it was just a girl being like a well, catfish of trying to be someone else. Yeah. And I think they've transitioned to a girl now. Uh, but it's wow. still just a wild story. And the fact that it went on for so long. And I believe Monte Tower was even like, uh, I'm dedicating this season to my grandmother and my girlfriend. And I think that's kind of when everybody was like, oh, shit. He had a girlfriend who died of cancer. Like, that's terrible. Yeah. And then he balls out. and had, He finished second in the Heisman mm-hmm. that season. Uh, Notre Dame was in the national championship. I believe they got their ass kicked by Alabama. They did. Who doesn't? <laughs> um, and that's even why it was like kind of even more of a story. Yep. I felt feel slash felt so bad for him. <laughs> that's such an, just an embarrassing moment that at the time uh, I had no idea what catfishing was. I didn't know it was a thing. Yeah. They made a whole show out of it pretty mm-hmm. much because of that. Right. I think it was on like MTV. Yeah. Boy, I that was remember. a mess. I think they're still doing it to be honest with you. Oh, really? I haven't watched MTV in a long time. I can remember people saying like online, maybe on Twitter, I don't remember, maybe Facebook at the time. I'm like, oh, he got catfished. He got catfished. Mm-hmm. And having to ask people, what is that? What is catfish? <laughs> I don't get it. What the heck's going on? Yeah, Why, like, was oh, he fishing? You, got hurt? You create this fake account and you like trick people to think you're somebody else. Not, or you use pictures online that are from five years ago when you were a little bit slimmer. And then <laughs> you show up to the date and you're late and you're also not as fit as maybe your Tinder profile is. Ooh. And that's catfishing. <laughs> Uh, happens to the best of them. Yeah, yeah, for sure, for sure. No, but I'm very much looking forward <laughs> to the Monte Tao stuff. Yeah. I just feel so bad for him. It I'm is. I'm surprised that he's like, he's part of it. He's going to be interviewed. He's yeah. He's in the trailer for it. Good for him. Like, <laughs> he should be. Kind of find a way to just finally talk about it. And I'm sure he's moved on. He's had a nice, decent career in the NFL, too, that a lot of people just kind of overlooked. It wasn't anything fantastic. You know what I mean? I don't think it was. he has any Pro Bowls, All Pros, or anything like that, of course. But... You still just, you know, find your kind of little niche in the NFL and just roll with it. You just play for several years, make your money, see you later. Adios. Last night, played for the Saints last I knew. Played eight years in the NFL. Yep. Was drafted by the Chargers, then went to the Saints. Um, according to Pro Football Reference, he was on the Bears roster in 2020, but he didn't play any games, but they're counting it as a year in the league. Which might be important because it's at one point you get fully vested in the NFL and it, you're pretty much set for. I think it's five, isn't it? Life. Or is I, it I was actually thinking it might be like six or seven. Yeah. It might. It might be five or six though. But either way, uh, he had a, a little bit of a long career. Yeah. Not everybody's going to have those ten, twelve long career yeah. that a lot of people think. NFL not for long is what it stands for. That's how the yeah. players talk about it. We say not for fun. They say not for long. <laughs> um, I I think the average career was the last time I had heard anybody talk about it was like three years. Yeah, I think and, the last uh, I saw was two and a half, two and yeah, a half years. Yeah, you got to factor in guys like Tom Brady that year twenty two. Yep. 
Like somebody's seeing one game and being like, that was your chance. Sorry, you're cut. Yep. <laughs> yeah, oh, you made it to one game your rookie year and then you tore your ACL and now you're done. Or it's just like, hey, uh, our starting center and backup center are injured. We don't have anyone else. We're going to sign you. Come in Thursday. Get ready. Try and learn the offense. You're starting center here. You play two games. All right. Other guy's healthy. See ya. Thank you. I would like to see like data, and I'm sure that I could look it up and find it somewhere. If you removed like the Hall of Famers that played incredibly long careers, like what's what's the life expectancy of an NFL career there? Or take out all the quarterbacks. Chase yeah. Daniel is on an NFL roster, and I think he's going in like year 12 or something stupid. Maybe more than that. He might be up to like 14, 15. And homies played like a season tops. Wow. But you know, like throw him out. Like he's uh-huh. an outlier. That shouldn't count. Or throw out all the quarterbacks because they're really jacking up those numbers. That's a really good point. I never or thought position of that by way. position. Like what's the life expectancy of yeah, what position has the shortest? A running back career. Because if like the the average in the league is like two and a half, three years, there are so many running backs that just never made it. <laughs> and then the shelf life of like, hey, I was really good. I played for eight. <laughs> oh shit! Like it's it's probably gonna be pretty low. Mm-hmm. Again, I am sure that I could find that information if I really wanted to. Uh, I will say, if anybody stumbles across it, Send go it ahead and slide them DMs. <laughs> I would like yeah. to. I would like to go down that rabbit hole. Mm-hmm. And Brooks says it takes three years to be vested. I think it takes more than three to be fully vested. I think yeah. there's, there's. I think tears. three years you get like the insurance aspect of it, whatever for life or something. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and then like after so many years, you start getting like you still get like monthly checks. Yeah, which what, sounds great. There still are a lot of people that are unhappy with the way that veterans in the NFL are are treated, yeah. and I I haven't really dove into the background on that. I haven't either, but it is an interesting topic to try and get more information on, that's for sure. Uh, speaking of things going on, the ESPY Awards are tonight. Yeah, big, uh, a big show tonight. Yeah. Uh, these are two of the worst sports days on the entire calendar. <laughs> it, it, like the ESPYs, ESPN, good job, guys, because you put this on tonight and there's absolutely nothing going on. Thank you. I know our guy Bryce that. yesterday was like, ah, oh, baseball sucks. Whew, man. If it weren't for baseball right now, I don't know what I'd be doing on a Wednesday night or Tuesday yeah. night. Sorry. And then tonight on Wednesday, uh, like I will probably watch the ESPYs because it's too hot to go do anything. Today's going to be 105. Before the show started, I checked the weather. And it was like 945, and it was already 95 degrees. Mm-hmm. So even today, I was like, maybe I'll go on a bike ride. <laughs> no. <laughs> Not doing that this nope. week. So too hot to go anywhere. I don't even want to go work out. Yeah, no, doing anything. I don't want to walk to my truck. No. <laughs> Even there, I we were talking about remote start the other day. It's The sun is beating remote start. <laughs> it's, it's not working at all. Sunset, screw your batteries, dog. I also have a pretty creative imagination, and sometimes it gets the best of me. And um, yesterday, one of my daughters asked me, we were talking about how hot it is, and they're like, what if we're actually just getting closer to the sun and no one knows? I'm like, oh, shut up. Like, that's scary. Yeah. <laughs> and like, I, I'm sure they're not just out there, like, measuring the distance to the sun every day. What if our orbit is just getting, like, we're spiraling in closer and closer? I'm like, you, you should write a movie about that. That's, that's a fantastic idea. Because it's also, at the same time, it's terrifying me as an adult. <laughs> like, what if that's what global warming is? What if that is climate change is eventually... We just 
Wow. We're done for. Out of the mind of a nine-year-old. Kept me up last night. Surely they keep track of that, right? Our distance from the sun? But again, I don't know. But she laid it on me. Do they really keep track of it every day? Are they measuring the distance to the sun every day to be like, yeah, are we getting closer? <laughs> That's like I tell stories that scare them. Uh-huh. And then they lay that shit on me. Oh, <laughs> uh, You might have yourself a pretty good question there, darling. <laughs> Yeah, and so like that's in my mind, and they're like, how how close do you think we could get to the sun? Like, what temperature do you think we could actually still survive at? And I'm like, guys, like, can we just not talk about it? Yeah. Because you're making too much. Stuff. Like, when you really just sit back and think about it, it's like, we got a star that is just blazing fucking heat, however far away it is, billions of miles away, and today it hits us at 106, us right here in the middle of the country, or the entire nation or world. Like I hear they're having record highs in temperatures Everywhere. in Italy. I mean, it's just like insane. And we're <laughs> just, saw, just like the whole fucking planet is just roasting right now. Again, yeah. What if we're spiraling who's closer in, and closer? Who's in winter right now? Who's winter happening? I don't think it exists right now in this heat wave. I believe it's Australia should be in winter right now. Okay. Don't, don't bet on it or anything like that. But <laughs> I think that's their opposite. Is China and Russia as well then? No, because they're in the same hemisphere, northern hemisphere. Fuck. Again, I, I don't know. But yesterday, they scared the shit out of me with that little yeah. tidbit of information. So, you know, if I have to live with it, so do you guys too. Like Talk In the back of your mind, I just want you to wonder, this weekend when temperatures hit 107, at least where we are, it's got to be like hotter than that in parts of like Texas, Florida. Oh, without a doubt. You know? Just think about what if those Miller girls were right. It's uh, July 20th, 2022. If we're spiraling closer to the sun, you better give my girl some credit. <laughs> I've heard no one else even. This is the one recording that lives on for 100 years later when we're all just melted alive. Mm -hmm. Ah, you know, oldest daughter, her name is Maya. What if that was like part of the Mayan civilization that like, just went extinct? Uh, maybe I write a movie. Yeah. But I'll make it a comedy like that movie, Don't Look Up. <laughs> <You're right. laughs> scare, scare Get the same so cast, like. too. You know what I mean? Yeah. So be on that the movie still that. messes with me a little bit. Uh -huh. Like, I understood, like, the political twist that they had with it, too, on, like, everyone being like, ah, don't listen to them. They're lying. They're lying. He's like, well, actually, they weren't lying, and then it's too late. But it's just the fact that it was like, <clears throat> man, it's just... <sighs> Just look up. You know what I mean? Like, you just, there's a fucking star right there coming right at us. And then it, you reach a point where you're like, it is too late to do anything. We are screwed. <laughs> it could happen. We'll see. Uh, I'll tell you where you're not screwed at, or maybe, maybe you will get screwed at, is Club 609. Uh, what Today's, what is it called today? Wednesday is... Hump day? Hump day. Hump day? day at Club 609. Oh, you want a little energy in it. I got you. I got you. Hump <laughs> Home day? Best happy hour in the world from 2 o'clock until 8 o'clock every weekday. Uh, and then their special 11 a.m. until 8 p.m. Hump day special there at Club 609. Two for one drink specials. $2 draft pours at Club 609. Absolutely. Next up is going to be Downtown Lube. Be sure to visit them at downtownlube.com for their full list of services. They do much more than that, you know, even though they do specialize in tires and lube. So go to their website for the full list of services. Also, it's not a matter of if, it is a matter of when you're going to need your oil change in your tire service. So get that done and taken care of right here in the heart of Joplin, Missouri on 1st and Main Street at Downtown Lube.
All right, let's end the show with a little Would You Rather today. Uh, the first one comes from the All-Star Game and Home Run Derby. Would you rather win the Home Run Derby title or win the All-Star Game MVP? Last night, uh, Giancarlo Stanton wins. Yep. I don't know why, after 10 years, all of a sudden my brain is like, his name's Mike. Because I asked you Call the other day Mike what again. his uh, real name was. Yeah, and ever since then, I think I've just been like, his name's Mike, Mike Stanton. Mike, 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 Mike. <laughs> like, I'm sorry. Hey, uh, like, I know that you've come out and been like, hey, that's my name. Call me that. I apologize. Hey, Mike Stanton, guess what day it is? <laughs> yeah. Mike, 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 Mike. <laughs> right? But, so would you rather win the Home Run Derby or win the All-Star Game MVP? Uh, if you win the Home Run Derby, how much money did he get? Was it $11 million, $7 million? Uh, Like one. Oh, I thought it was quite a bit. Uh, I mean, a million dollars is quite a bit of money. <laughs> well, it is for sure. I don't. I, didn't, more I don't money. actually. I didn't see who or how much he got for winning the home run derby. I know Julio Rodriguez got seven hundred fifty thousand for coming in second. Yeah. So I figured first place was probably a mil. That's still a decent amount of money. Mm-hmm. Uh, the All Star Game MVP though, do you get any money? A truck or anything? I didn't see that. I think you get something, but I'm not. Either way, my answer is going to remain the same. The home run derby. Like, I just think that'd be so cool. Like, yeah, I hit just home run after home run here and won this. Good luck trying to do the same thing. Yeah. Because I, I feel like the all star game is like, who tried to take it more serious than everybody else? Mm-hmm. I, I, again, I love the home run derby. Mm-hmm. It's fantastic. All star game is pretty cool. I didn't stay up to finish watching it because uh, I just got too tired. It, like if I can go out there and win an All Star Game MVP, that's awesome. Yeah. But if I get to choose in this, would you rather? It's a home run derby. Would you rather win the home run derby or the dunk contest? Ooh. Wow, that's a good one. Because I feel like the home run derby, you just you kind of move on after a while. But if you win the the dunk contest and you have an iconic an iconic dunk, that's going to live on forever. Mm-hmm. Vince Carter, you know what I mean, Michael Jordan, Aaron Gordon, Zach Levine. Or- but th- there's also guys like Mark McGuire, who will always live on in home run derby. And Babe Ruth and Mickey Mantle and <laughs> just legends on their own. Barry Bonds, can't forget about him. Mm-hmm. Ken Griffey Jr. There's a lot of good options. Yeah, for sure. Giancarlo Stanton. Exactly. Aaron Judge. Pete Alonzo. Now, Julio Rodriguez. I, the home run derby versus dunk contest one is kind of tough for me because the dunk contest is still super cool. Here's I would take the, thing, the dunk though. contest. If I won the dunk contest, it would have to be like one of those super cool moments. Yeah. If I'm just like, you know, whoever won it last year that we can't remember, if it's like that year, then I don't really – it's not special. I feel like I would want to win it on a 360 between the legs dunk and I leave my elbow in the rim mm-hmm. while blowing out a cupcake. Have you ever done that? Have you ever done the whatever it's called where you put your elbow in the rim? Yeah, it fucking hurts. Yeah, it does. So yeah. bad. It, I mean, that little like mm-hmm. vein you got right there and all your yep. weight's just sitting on it. Oh, is it a vein? Is it a muscle, tendon, fucking whatever? I think you've probably got all of the above. Oh, just fucking boom, hang on my yep. ass. My scariest part for me was like my arm got locked in when I went to extend out. 
like mm-hmm. the rim wasn't wide enough for my arm. <laughs> you know, it's just like, oh fuck, man, I'm about to snap my forearm in half. But you have to like get your other hand up there, do like a pull up, get it out, and you're like, okay, I'm good. Mm-hmm. I imagine you doing it on like one of those Nerf over the door goals. Oh no, it was an actual like <laughs> high school gym. <laughs> Now, did we have like a ladder up there or whatnot? Uh-huh. Like, did it was like just hang and see? Yes, but it was just. Oh, like, well, I did it on like a six and a half foot goal, seven foot goal. I think maybe it was seven. Like, oh, well, even oh. then, my feet were touching the ground, so it was like I was safe. But like when you like, I actually like let myself hang from the spot, uh-huh. and like that was brutal. Yeah, it's uh, trying to just recreate a lot of those dunks as a stupid high school kid. Yeah, right. Lower the rim dunk contest. Like, let's do it. Uh, like we would have judges out there. And then you realize, I mean, I can't even jump high enough on a seven-foot rim to exactly. do a 360. Like, I'm still just clanking stuff <laughs> off there. And for me and my friend group, I was stronger than a lot of them. So I was like, I was like the Sean Kemp. It's like, I'm just throwing down hard tomahawk yeah. dunks and stuff you're, like that. You get more guys, impressed by the sound it's making. <laughs> yeah, you, you try to go between the legs, and you keep racking yourself in the nuts. Like, I'm just over here throwing just two-handed jams all day. Whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but trying some of that stuff, trying 360s and just being like so dizzy. Yes. Maybe this is just me because I get dizzy really easy. <laughs> like I get motion sickness too. So it's like you failed three attempts at a 360 dunk, and now I can't walk. So not going to do that anymore. Um, I, I'm going to take the home run derby over the dunk contest too because – of course, in our mind, we're like, oh, we had a great showing at the dunk contest. Yeah. But in reality, it's probably, you know, it probably sucks like it does every year. Yep. The home run derby, though, it's great. I mean, finishing second in the home run derby versus second in the dunk contest, that's a no-brainer for me. Oh, for sure. Home run derby. Yeah. All the way. Uh, would you rather be known as a coach who's a great recruiter or a coach that is a great strategist? Am I working with the other if I'm one of them? I don't know. You okay. always have so many questions. I do. <laughs> you can't just. I'm the worst at that. I'm so just sorry. Take it for like what it is on the base level. <laughs> it's always a, a follow up. Well, you just got to my alter my decision who's my because assistant coach. Huh? <laughs> You're always like, who's my assistant coach? Well, if I'm a great recruiter, do I have hair? <laughs> <laughs> like you just get so wild with uh, but the reason up. I ask is because like if you if like cuz my answer would be a great recruiter but if I'm working with a great strategist it's like okay hey I'm going to go help recruit you know a guy who's going to design an offense to put you in the best position available and get you ready for the next level that makes your job as a recruiter even better even when you're great at it yeah and I, one makes the other easier exactly but I do it's probably just the college football guy in me that like being a a great recruiter is still like that's the sexy thing to mm-hmm. to be and to do. Have you seen that recent interview with uh, Nick Saban where they ask him like, "What's one thing about you that a lot of people don't know?" And he's like, "I'm good at housekeeping." He's like, "Every morning I like to you know try and go golf when I come home. Miss Terry has a list of things that I need to do. You know, wipe <laughs> down the fridge, take out the trash." Uh, there were a couple that. other like things like wipe the nap, like wipe down the counters and stuff. And he's yeah. like. I'm really good at that, and nobody knows. And it was just like such a nonchalant little answer. Uh, yesterday, the day before, at like their media days. And I, I was just like, that <laughs> dude, that's a hilarious – Like, he's not even trying to be funny, and he's just like, no, that's just uh-huh. that's what I do that's good that I don't think a lot of people realize. Like, I help my wife like around the house. I'm good at doing that. I think we need more Miss Terry content. Yeah. 
especially from Nick. Like, that's uh-huh. the thing. It's like, let's hear, instead of you being this hard-nosed football coach that's chewing everybody's ass, especially assistant coaches, and then praising mm-hmm. your players after successful NFL careers, it's like, what's your home life like? He had how are you as a granddad? Year about, like, how they met and how they were dating. Uh-huh. And, like, some other guy that was, like, the cool dude. I don't remember all the details, but he, when he tells it, it's fantastic. And as soon as we're done, I'm going to go look it up because <laughs> the end at the punchline, he's like, he's not the fucking coach at Alabama, though. Is he? <laughs> <laughs> it's like that. It's fantastic. But, like, Miss Terry gets the best out of Nick. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I need to know more about this woman. Like, how does she do anyone that? on this earth to be like, yo, Nick. Make sure your ass wipes up the counter. Like to come home from <laughs> golf, one person, that and there'd be that. a list of stuff for you to do. I know I have some of my buddies who are recently married, and their wives tried doing that, and they're like, "Do not leave me a list of things to do. I'm like, not going to do them." Will Anderson is one of the most feared players in college football. He's going to be like a top five pick. He can't be like, "Yo, Nick, pick your shit up." <laughs> yeah, <laughs> he's six foot four, two hundred forty five pounds. You're not telling five nine Nick Saban what to do. Violently. Just gifted people on this earth. And Nick Saban would be like, you're cut. Bye. (laughs) (laughs) Miss Terry, who's probably, I don't know, five foot three, 70 years old, would be like, shit, you better make sure you get your chores done. Yeah. Your ass thinks you're going golfing. (laughs) Better wipe out that microwave first. (laughs) (laughs) I think that was one of the things he said, cleaning the microwave. (laughs) (laughs) She's got to be the only person that can tell Nick Saban uh, what to do. Would you rather play in 40 degrees or 90 degrees. 40 degrees, no question. That's a no-brainer. Like, yeah. Whoever came up with that one has not played sports. Or like if you're playing 90 degrees, you're playing somewhere where it's not like humid. Because mm-hmm. I know I know that's such like a Midwestern thing to say. Some people are like, well, 90 degrees in a dry, dry heat is like almost worse for you. It's like I get it, but that heat is not eating at your skin. Yeah. Or like the moment you put your helmet on or your pads, you're just dripping in sweat. Or like your pants and you walk outside and like – God, I'm just so hot right now. So would you rather play in 40 degrees or 80 degrees? Still 40. I, yeah, that's where I'm at. I, I still mean, think I'm taking 40 If it degrees. was like 40 or 60, it's like 60 degrees. Let's go. That's perfect. That's where I was, I was going to leave. Yeah. Like 40 versus 70, I'm probably still going to take 40. If it's a little windy and it's cloudy. But I'm also assuming this from a football That's the way I've viewed it, yeah. But I do. I think when you get to 60, then it's like, all right, yeah, I'll take that. Yeah, like for football, basketball, basketball, baseball. Baseball, forty degrees isn't that bad. You, you, your hands get cold really quickly. Basketball, mm-hmm. it is tough because like your body's so tight. Yep. But and in the football, like the hits, like some layers on. Yeah, in football and hits, like they just get numbed after a while, so you're just kind of fine. Yeah, like football, ideal temperature for football is probably in the fifties. Yep. Ideal for baseball is probably seventies or so. Get a little bit warmer, the ball starts to fly out of the park a little easier. Yeah. But like, just honestly, sixties is like just a perfect temperature. It really is. I, to some people, it's like, oh, that's cold out. I thrive in sixty. You give me sixty, like honestly, sixty to sixty to seventy yep. degrees with a, with not a lot of wind, just a little, little breeze. breeze here or there. It's sunny and then particularly cloudy. You wake up, it's kind of chilly to where it's like, okay, hey, like especially if you're doing something outside, it's like, all right, I'm gonna start in like a hoodie and shorts. As the day gets warmer, you're more active. Take the hoodie off. Then you keep going about your day. And then when it gets in the evening, it's like, what are we doing? Probably going to be staying outside. Hoodie's back on. Let's go. Yeah. And, and if Damian, it's too cold, zipping up, you know, the lower half of my khaki shorts that I've been wearing because I'm bringing those yeah. back this year. And <laughs> I got you, pants I on. I seen them. It's fucking hot out. It's 105 degrees. I ain't wearing that shit. Uh, Damien puts in there, like, um, 
40 degrees in the freezing rain, that is a little different. Yeah, that's... 40 degrees in the rain does not count as 40 degrees. That's 30. What do you guys think about uh, 95 degrees with rain uh, right next to a river listening to people sing songs? Mm-hmm. It's... I'm going to have to be so drunk. Next weekend, <laughs> we're going to a music festival. Uh, if you follow us on socials, you've probably seen us posting about it. Uh, it's the Peacemaker Music Festival. Yeah. Um, you can't get tickets because it's sold out, but you guys should look into it next year. Uh, so we've just been like monitoring the weather and like the temperature and what it's going to be. And the it's predicted to be like 105, like 100 to 105 for the last couple weeks. Mm-hmm. And then today, Peacemaker actually came out and like, hey, we might be in luck. Temperature's supposed to be 95. So I'm like, hell yeah. Like Thank both God. days, like that's wonderful. Yep. 50% chance of rain. And I put it in the group chat. I think 95 in rain is going to be worse than 105 in dry. Yep. Because even like, God, if it rains like a little bit, and then all those clouds go away and the sun comes out. It's that's going to be the hottest day on earth. It's going to be so humid. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't care all what those the... other people and you're listening to that loud music and you're drinking as well. And it's like, well, I'm, you know, it's going to be hard to get drunk, to be honest. Yeah. I wonder, do other people experience that? That it's too hot to get drunk? Because I definitely do. Well, it is because you're going to be pounding water. So you stay hydrated. You don't want to sit out there and freaking have a heat stroke drinking a bush light. Yeah. Like, for real. Like, oh, it sounds like, ha-ha, funny. But, like, for real. Hey, we're going to go back to the old bar, and we're going to hang out there. Because I got a cowboy hat this year. That bartender is not making fun of me. Yeah. I'm giving her a big-ass middle (laughs) finger, buying some shots, and that's it. Uh Uh-huh. I can afford it this year. Things got better. Things got better over these last 12 months. Look at me. I got a hat now. (laughs) Was it more expensive than I thought it was? Because I grabbed it off the wrong rack? Absolutely. Was I too embarrassed to tell the pretty girl at the Cavendish store? No, never mind. Yes, and bought it anyways. Here we are. I'm wearing it. Do you want to share how much the hat cost? It's like $180. (laughs) I thought it was $50, yes. And I was like, fuck. Picked up some extra shifts, dog. $80 cowboy hat. It's good. It's a Stetson. That's what it's I'm like. sure that Bryce, who is going to ride horses after the show today, is like, yep, got one of those too. Yeah. I've never seen you wear it, big guy. We haven't we haven't gone to fucking Peacemaker yet. But you buying a $180 piece of clothing, you got to wear it more than just at a music festival. I'm not. I got it. Yeah. Tell me about it. It's like me shit. talking about uh, baseball jerseys. Well, I'm also like, going to be going to like the Morgan Wallet. I'm, I'm going to some other concerts this summer, so I'll be, have opportunities to wear it. So it'll work out for me. Wow. Yeah. Mine costs like $35. Yeah, I like initially thought that's what my hat was going to no, cost. No, I do also have three cowboy hats because I like to play dress up. Like, let's not get it twisted. <laughs> like, that's what it is. You're going to wear it tomorrow, aren't you? My cowboy hat? Yeah. Tomorrow? Yeah. No, you're not. Never mind. We're doing something else. A little guys' saying, night out. We're doing a little radio promo event. going to be super tomorrow, cool. Tomorrow, but... Yeah, shit, if you're in the area, listen to this. We got a couple listeners that are local here. Guys, night out uh, tomorrow night, five to seven. Come to Woody's Woodfire Pizza. Hang out and see us. Mm-hmm. It is going to be fun doing a lot yeah. of giveaway stuff too for uh, the local radio show. Yep, that we do. Uh, going to be at Woody's Woodfire Pizza, which is great. Uh, they've got a large patio. I'll be inside. Yeah, the whole time. <laughs> and we're wearing jerseys. Yep, because I got on the kick of I paid all this money for these. I've got. I think we decided to have four or five Royals jerseys. Uh-huh. I never wear them. Not anymore. Now I'm I'm very much 
100% and I'll wear a jersey out guy. I even wore one out on a Saturday night. And honestly, I, I kind of thought, like, yeah, I'm going to wear it because it's perfect for the summertime with the expectation like people are going to make fun of me. Yeah. Like somebody's going to give me a hard time and be like, oh, a baseball jersey guy. No one, not a single person in a very crowded bar was like, oh, cool jersey, bro, or anything like that. There was one lady, lady I, I say lady, but she, she wasn't that old, uh, that was like, hey, I really like your jersey. And I was like, well, I'm not going to sleep with you, but thank you. <laughs> 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 oh. I didn't say that, but I thought that. And then I had two more drinks, and I was like, meh. <laughs> but I, anyway. Tell the truth Wednesday, hump day, what's I'm up? A, yeah, <laughs> hump day Saturday night. <laughs> uh, I'm a jersey wow. guy now. Breaking news. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I am. I'm a Jersey guy now. Yeah. Fully embraced it. Oh, wow. Excuse me. I tried to get that away from the mic. I put it right into it. I apologize for that. Look at a guy farts on the podcast. Yeah, that was a burp. Get out of here. Come on. Come on. Uh, I did notice, though, the other night, Matt, you got Matt on it, too. I came out, and I was like, of course Matt's wearing a freaking Royals yeah. jersey. And I was just like... The, like it wasn't out of place though. It's just like, yeah, you're here right. watching the yeah. home run derby. Of course, you're gonna wear a baseball jersey. Yeah, uh, and before I felt any <laughs> crossed your wore, arms like that's what I'm talking about. But it is because anytime before where I've worn a Royals jersey, even if we're like we're all going up to a game or something like that, and I put on the jersey and then we like stop at Casey's to get a drink, I feel awkward going into the Casey's mm-hmm. wearing a jersey. Like, oh, everybody's looking at me. Like, look at this dude. Really. Yeah, always, oh, but never you're right. Felt like, that way. Seeing other people do it, I'm not like, oh, that guy's out of place, or like, look at the weirdo wearing a jersey. But for me, when I'm self-conscious about it, it's like all eyes on me. Oh, man, look I always at looked at it as like, <laughs> I've always looked at how I looked at people when I was a kid. I was like, oh, man, they get to go to the game. Like, that's awesome. Uh-huh. Like, during football season, like, we always stop at the same Casey's. I usually have my jersey, the hoodie on, you know, can hold them on, of course, love that combo put it on walk in everyone's like oh you're going to the game that's awesome like you know have fun i was like yeah i'm going to the fucking game bet you're a little jealous now bet i you do you still think baseball jerseys are maybe the exception to the rule football jerseys are just poorly made well that's the thing for tomorrow is like y'all wear your jerseys wear your jerseys like man i really don't want to wear a football like my home like Mahomes jersey in this bar mm-hmm. and then do a that's radio show because people are going to walk in <laughs> people are going to walk in and be like this guy really wearing a fucking Mahomes jersey doing a live radio show mm-hmm He's cool. Hey, you should wear your Mahomes jersey with your cowboy hat that you paid $180 for. <laughs> yeah, look at that big dumbass, not big uh, country. Wear your shit kickers, as you <laughs> called them on radio one time. Hey, you guys were throwing that word around a couple weeks back. I thought it was wide open, and then you want to get... on radio. Yeah, huh? <laughs> no, Somebody, what... Homeboy dropped an F-bomb inside with ESPN the next day. I don't want to hear about yeah, shit kickers. That was way after, though. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, you can't say we shit had on one radio. topic where we we're like, "Yo, that's just super shitty," and I was like, "It is shitty," but da 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 da. So I was like, "Wow, you just dropped the S word back to back times," and it had been a couple. Oh months. yes, I remember. It was me. I said it. I said it on radio, and then Matt was like, um, "Hey, you guys know you're not supposed to say shit on radio." And I was like, "Oh shit, I didn't know." That. <laughs> <laughs> like I like because to me that's like one of the least vulgar cuss words yeah. that are out there. Everybody poops, man. Yeah. We all, we're all shitting. So it was. It was. You're right. It was like, oh, I didn't know. I was we're all shitting and that. we're all nipping. <laughs> and then, like two weeks later, you're like, can I say it? Can I say it? And me and Matt are like, 
I don't know what you're about to say, dude. Yeah. Like, so <laughs> you can't really ask permission live on radio. And you're yep. like, got my shit kickers on. And you're like, no, you can't. You can't. You guys, like, it. that was the very end of the show. You're like, whoa, wait, no, 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 no. Because the Chiefs <laughs> are getting ready to play the Raiders. I was like, I got my shit kickers on. So we're going to do the Raiders. Let's go. Get my score <laughs> prediction. Show ended. <laughs> yeah. So uh, again, Thursday night, we'll be doing uh, that for our local uh, listeners or anybody that wants to make that trip. Go ahead. And do it. Uh, also, a little bit of programming notes. We're going to do our show tomorrow at 1 o'clock. Mm-hmm. Again, 1 o'clock Central Time. But I think that's it for us today. We appreciate you guys. What a show today. Just to recap. Started off talking about your nipples. Yep, just nipping. I think we both cried a little. We did, yeah. We talked about the sun's or uh, the Earth's orbit around the sun. Yep. How we might all be dying. Old jerseys. Baseball jerseys. Words you can't say on radio. That's the randomness that you get and that you love here at Mic'd Up. We appreciate you guys. Uh, We'll talk to you all tomorrow at 1 o'clock Central Time.